Hello, farm friends. Welcome into another edition of our Farm Friends Pen Care Total Office Podcast. My name is Graham Cadell, and it's good to have you back here for yet another week for our program. And today, we're going to learn about the world of tax and taxes. It is that time of season, and we've got a special guest on the line. We're going to introduce her next. But first of all, as we always do, we'd like to uh, say thank you to our sponsor, which is Pen Care Total Office, David Pennell and his staff in North Wilkesboro, and also uh, the support of the Ash County Chamber of commerce so uh, thank you to them and here's a message from pen care and we'll be right back is the desk in your office falling apart does your task chair leave your back aching is your waiting room an unwelcome sight for your customers tired of driving miles just to purchase your office supplies then you need to call pen care total office today at 336-990-0774 pen care total office is a full service office furniture and office supply dealer providing quality products and services at competitive prices locally owned and operated by david and linda pennell see their beautiful retail showroom located at midtown plaza in north wilkesboro see them online at pencarellc.com or on facebook from the break room to the boardroom, Pencare Total Office totally has it all. All right. Yes, they do. Thank you very much. And again, a big shout out to those folks for allowing us to do what we do with these podcasts each and every week. All right. Tax time. And uh, well, this one girl here, she's very busy with tax season. Cindy Randolph, CPA out in Beaver Creek. She's a local girl here. And um, well, hello, Cindy. How are you? Hey, Graham. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for making time in your busy schedule to uh, do this, and I know you are gearing up for yet another busy tax season, and uh, I just got to ask you right out of the chute, are you, are you already into it? We are beginning to get into it. Okay. We are beginning. Um, it usually will not gear up real heavily until the end of January because okay. W-2s and 1099s aren't due and out until January 31st. Right. So it usually will start heavily 1st of February. Okie dokie. All right, so let's get a little housekeeping out of the way. For people that don't know Cindy Randolph, tell us a little bit about your uh, business. Well, let, let's get a little history of how long you've been doing this and you've moved once or twice now and where you're currently located sure sure uh, I have been in with a CPA firm for well I've been doing this for 31 years uh, okay. I lived in Morganton North Carolina mm-hmm. and uh, my husband and I once our youngest went off to college uh, we decided to move back to West Jefferson where his parents and he grew up here right and still travel back and forth to Morganton for two years after we moved here mm-hmm. in 16, in 2016. And so then after the traveling for two years, it, it, it was really hard to tr- go back and forth, you know, for two years back and forth on the road daily. So sure. I decided to open up my own CPA firm August the 1st of 2017. Wow. How about that? And look, yeah. here we are in 20. 20- 22 already that's right <laughs> you know uh for folks that don't know cindy i'm also glad to call you a friend you and your family there and you guys have been a real asset to our community and have been for many many years in a lot of different ways but uh in, in talking about your tax business let me get the correct name it is cindy randolph cpa correct it is c randolph cpa okay c randolph yes all right c. C. randolph cpa pllc ppl P-P- say it one more time PLLC, it's Professional Limited Liability Company. See, that's why I always like to ask my guests, because you guys know more than I do. (laughs) Uh, 
So that's right. Quite, quite the professional there. All right. So uh, you guys, uh, and you're currently located. Tell folks now you've got a new location. We do have a new location. I'm currently located at 560 Beaver Creek School Road. Uh, the local folks that grew up here, it's right beside the old skating rink. Yeah. Um, it's a house here that we renovated and moved here April of this year. Okay. Yes, you did. In fact, you had a nice open house out there. And uh, if you've not had a chance to see your office out there, well, we encourage folks to get by and pay a visit. Sure. Absolutely. It's wonderful. It turned out very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it did. All right, Cindy. So, um, a lot of stuff goes into uh, let's let's talk about the tax aspect first of your business because this is the time of year we were talking off mic while ago. People think you know from January to what April fifteenth, that magic day. This is this is it. This is when you guys are hunkered down and you're doing your thing. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, so uh, for folks. You said most of the stuff will come out at the end of January, the W W2s and uh the first of ninety nine. Mm-hmm. First of February there. So so what happens then? Does the influx does it all hit you at once or I know you do appointments and all that kind of thing, but how, what's the process? We do. Um some folks call in and make appointments and then I sit down and meet with them. They drop off their uh information and then once we uh get it entered and it's all reviewed, then I call and discuss you know, either if they owe or if they have a refund, you know, mm-hmm. what they would like to do with it. Um, but, and then some other folks just come in or they'll just either mail it in, their right. information, or they'll just drop it off to us. Right, exactly. The ones that we've done for several years now, they'll usually just drop off the information to call if you have any questions. Uh, most of the new clients like to at least sit down and look at the return with you. Right, exactly. You know, I'm thinking about this now, uh, tax stuff coming into my mind here as we talk. Standard deductions versus itemization. Is is that still a big thing? Is that still that the is. way it works? That is. The standard deduction uh, increased back in 2018 uh, with the new law. So, and it uh, it almost doubled, if not more than doubled, back in 2018. So a lot of folks that this time are you get the greater of the standard deduction or your itemized deductions okay your itemized deductions being uh, property taxes uh, state income tax contributions mortgage interest and if you have any health care medical deductions Mm -hmm. a lot of folks because the standard deduction more than doubled, most people are taking standard deductions because you get the larger of the two. Right. And for 2021, for this upcoming tax year that we're getting ready to start, married, file, and joint, the standard deduction is 25100 mm-hmm. For single people or married, file, and separate, it's 12550 and then for head of household is eighteen thousand eight hundred. Mm-hmm. So in order to take get an itemized deduction, you would have to have something greater. All those different uh, expenses would have to add up greater than that. Okay, that was going to be be my next question for you. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure you you hear it every year, and you've seen it for a long, long time. But I hear people talking about deducting things and. Uh, 
you know, it's like real deductions versus maybe hypothetical deductions or people. I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you've heard of abstract stuff or just stuff that's insane that oh, people sure. that people sure. try to deduct. I mean, there is a there is truth and reasoning behind that, right? There is. Absolutely there is. And the IRS has really cut down on a lot of those. And you have to be careful. Of course, as a CPA, we're, we're aware of the red flags. You know, I'll go over some with my clients that they'll come in with, like, non-cash uh, contributions, like $25,000. Right. So anything over $500, you have to fill out a, uh, another form. And you have to kind of itemize everything out. And the IRS has really cut back, you know, cut down red flag things like that because they're like, okay, are they just trying to get the deduct the greater deduction? Yes. And that might cause for an audit. Yeah, that's right. Be careful with things like that. Yeah, I've, I've often heard uh, people talk about the things that uh, they may receive as a gift or whatever the case may be. And I'm sure, like you just mentioned, there's anything over $600 you do have to, you know, think about uh, being taxed for. Right. And, and I've seen it a lot. I see it a lot in our business. And um, so sometimes, I guess, everything that glitters isn't always gold, correct? That's correct. Okay. I just wanted to interject that. Uh, speaking of interjecting, today we're talking with Cindy Randolph, as CPA, PLLC, in Beaver Creek. And um, she is talking about the world of uh, taxes here at the first of the new year. And, you know, I know a lot of folks, as I mentioned, Cindy, they talk about these three to four, three and a half months being the uh, crucial time period for taxes. But you guys do a lot of other, you have a lot of other services that you offer as well. Can you touch on those? We do. We do. Uh, I grew up. Um, when I got into this, when I graduated and went to work for a firm in Morganton, not only did we do heavily in taxes, we also did um, uh, big audit work and, and concentrated mostly in nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, auditing and government auditing. Right. So um, when I opened up this business, some of my smaller nonprofit clients moved with me. And then I have acquired a lot of nonprofit audits and government audits as well. Mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate uh, to acquire that. So not only, you know, a lot of people think after April 15th, okay, they've got free time through the end of the year. No, because most of the nonprofit and the government audit, their year ends, their fiscal year ends are June 30th. Right. So we hit the road usually in may we hit the road doing interim work Mm -hmm. on a lot of these and then after their year end closes on june 30th then we schedule our audit work so we stay busy on all these government audits they're due to the local government commission by november 30th right uh so we usually stay pretty busy up until the 1st of December. Right. So it's not just three and a half months and then you shut the door. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. a lot of people have that perception. It's like us here at the radio station. People come in, you know, or they think, well, the, he's just cracking the mic and putting the record on, and that's pretty much all there is to it. That's it. That's, I know. That's true. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot more to that. Uh, on, on the uh, on the coattails there of the audits, are all audits bad? I mean, people, they cringe. I hear people talk about audits and they cringe. Is it... Sometimes, is there any good that comes out of audits? 
There are some good things. I mean, most of them are good that come out of audits. Um, you know, some things that come from audits. Uh, when I'm out doing audits, I do. we do have to look at, like, internal controls and how processes are, how, like, the organization is doing different types of processes with different areas within the business. Right. So when I... When I see a weakness there, mm-hmm. then I pinpoint that to them, and I issue a letter saying, okay, there is a weakness here in your internal control. But I said, don't look at it as being bad. Look at it as, as a kind of strengthening, yeah. how you can go about and strengthen your organization right. within these controls. Maybe maybe like a way to improve, correct? That's right, a way to improve. Okay. Absolutely. Good deal. And not only, Graham, do I do audits, I do reviews and compilations, I do agreed upon procedures. These are all different types of engagements. And then we do a lot of bookkeeping. Here. Okay. I have um, three ladies that work with me here in the firm. Um, Laura Bowers, Beth Shelton, and Angela Watts, and they okay. keep all the monthly bookkeeping for a lot of the local businesses downtown. Right here, and that's a that that's a, a whole other animal by itself. Is what it I'm is. trying to say, right? It is. It's another whole animal by itself because we process payrolls and mm-hmm. we prepare. You know, we reconcile their bank accounts monthly, and then we we send them their financials to review each month. So, yes, that's another whole ball game. Yeah, no doubt about it. That makes me wish I would have paid a little more attention in math class, you know, that's, when, when you talk right. about that. That's right. <laughs> math was never my strong suit. I didn't really care for it. But, wow, it's. Uh, I'm sure in your business it's more prevalent than ever. It um, is. It is. It's so funny because people will ask me, well, do you know um, this phone number? And I just quote it right off, da 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 you know, the phone number. But right. I'm used to numbers. Right, so exactly. I keep that in my head, the numbers. But now, if you ask me where uh, you know a certain city is located, I'll say I have no idea. Right, right, exactly. So you're one of those that can work a uh, an adding machine blindfolded, pretty much. Oh, absolutely. That, it's so that, funny because when the girls the girls would start with me, they'd they'd walk up to my door with their mouth wide open, going, "Oh my <laughs> goodness." How fast are you running that ad machine tape, and you're not even looking at it? Exactly. I've yes. always I've always been amazed with like yourself and other people that do that. It's just like, like you say, it's just second fiddle to them. I don't it know is. what it is. <laughs> it is. It's like an instrument yep. that we're working. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. All right. Speaking of numbers, uh, how about your phone number? Okay, my phone number here at the office is three three six eight four six. Three, two, one, one. All right. I'll ask you that again here in just a minute when we okay. wrap up. Sure. But uh, that's a good number to have. Now, are you taking on new clients at this time? We are taking on new clients. Okay. We are taking on new clients. So if anybody you know is interested in um, for tax work or any other type of service that we provide, just give give us a call here at the office. Okay. Now, some of the other things, uh, I don't want to leave you hanging here on some of it. You mentioned to me as well, uh, just a few minutes ago, trust and estate work. Can you, can you talk on that a little bit? Oh, sure. Yes. Uh, trust returns, I, I prepare those as well. Uh, these days, with the estate returns, it's been, I have prepared those in the past, but mm-hmm. with the new law that came in, 
your total assets have to be over $11.7 million before you even have to file an estate tax return. Okay. So, and I have filed that with some being over that amount. Wow, okay. But that has excluded a lot of people from having to file estate taxes right. and pay that higher rate on estate taxes. Mm-hmm. All right, good deal. So uh, that is an option that you can offer for folks. You were talking about gift tax returns. Gift tax and- returns. Each individual can gift up to $15,000 in yep. a year. Anything over that, you are supposed to file a gift tax return. You will not pay gift taxes on that money. It just adds to your lifetime credit there. Okay. Let, let me ask you on that note right there, just so I'm a little more clear on that. Maybe folks are asking a little bit better definition from my perspective. So if I wanted to give my daughter that amount of money, it would be okay to do so in a, in a calendar year. Is that right? Yes, in a calendar year. And, and you're not penalized or taxed for it. That's right. Nobody is penalized and nobody's taxed for it. And, Graham, even if you gave your daughter $20,000 in a calendar year. Okay. You, you're supposed to file a gift tax return, but you would still not be penalized or taxed, and neither would your daughter be. Wow. So, it, it, okay, is that just a one-shot deal? No. It goes towards your there, – there's a, there's a lifetime credit that you get on gift taxes, so it reduces this credit down, and once you get – and the credit, I'm, I'm not sure the amount right off my head. There's okay. so many numbers you have to remember, but sure. once you get up to that credit, I mean, I'm thinking it's a million and something, but once you get up to that credit, then that's when you start paying the taxes. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. So um – that's that's good to know. So folks can they can make donations or, or gifts in, into their their kids. I, I'm sure there's are the possibilities endless with that. As far as other household members, that's right. Okay, yes. good deal. All right. Yes. All right. Well, let me ask you. Uh, like I say, I won't keep you long here today. But I, are there any other uh, things that you want to mention about your business? First of all, any other thing uh, we haven't co- things we haven't covered? was sitting here trying to think. I know we talked the bookkeeping part of it, and then, like I say, we do payrolls for some, Mm -hmm. um, and then tax work, and then audits, and um, I've actually done personal financial statements for a few people as well. All right. So what about uh, consulting? Consulting. Yeah. I have done consulting, Uh uh, you know, just call in, make an appointment on consulting. All right. So that's from a financial perspective, right? The consulting? That's right. Okay, good deal. All right. Now, the million-dollar question for you today is, and uh, just with 2022 new tax laws, what's, the, what's one of the best pieces of advice you could give people filing this year? Is there something out there that just jumps out at you that says, hey, you, need, you really need to be aware of this this year? The one thing that I would like to say uh, that is different for the 2021 filing, Mm -hmm. um, I know with the pandemic and with COVID-19, they did the advanced uh, child tax credit. I think they started that back in the fall where you could, or maybe back in the late summer on that advanced tax child credit. Right. Just Just to remind individuals for... For your 2021 filing, you will be receiving a 1090, some some sort of form from the IRS. I want to say a 1099, but I'm not sure that that's what they're going to call the form number. Okay. But you will receive a form 
that shows for the ones who did that advanced child tax credit, you will get a form from the IRS by January 31st Mm -hmm. that is going to show the amount of the tax credit that you have taken in 21. Because what you've taken in 21, you won't get the full amount on your 2021 taxes. It'll be reduced. I see. I see. And the same for the stimulus payment, too. Right. For the stimulus payments that you received in 21, the IRS is going to be issuing everybody a form. So when you go to prepare your taxes, make sure you have those forms in hand so that you don't have to go back and try to amend the tax return. Right, exactly. See, it's people like you that know all this good information, Cindy. That's why they come to you. (laughs) That's right, and we have to sit in in numerous continuing education classes to stay informed on all this. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, too. That was one of the questions. Thank you for bringing that up. How much do you guys, or how many hours do you spend on that, you would guess? Funny thing is, okay, because I do the audit work, Yeah. I have to have 40, North Carolina, the state board for North Carolina requires every CPA to have 40 hours of just accounting and auditing, continuing education. So in addition to that, I also do tax continuing education. So I usually end up with anywhere between 50 to 60 hours a year. Wow, okay. Yeah, and that's just stuff, uh, you, you know, you can't make that up. It's, you got to do it, right? <laughs> that's right. You do have to do it. All right. And, and another thing to make others aware, too, uh, just as do as being a CPA firm and doing audits and these type of engagements of compilations, agreed-upon procedures, reviews, I have to have a peer review, what they call a peer review, mm-hmm. every three years. Okay. So what what you do, the state board uh, makes you make makes each firm have a peer review, and you have to hire another CPA to come in. You have to give them a list of all your engagements. Now, this has nothing to do with tax or bookkeeping. Okay, it's only the audit world. Right, all list of all your engagements, and then they are required to pick certain type of engagement and review through this mm-hmm. and so then they issue you a report and you either pass pass with deficiencies or fail wow and if you fail then you can no longer do those type of engagements wow okay. and so i just had my peer review in december of 21 mm-hmm. i've already ha- i had one back in 18 so right. here it was time to have another one right and luckily he picked seven engagements and luckily i passed yeah you know, there it's you go. very stressful it's very stressful but uh Shoot, i can imagine right because not only does he look at engagements he looks at your continuing education he interviews the employees i mean there there's all kinds of things he, he looks at ethical issues i mean there's all kinds of things they're required to look at so let me ask you this person that does this comes to interview you are they chosen or do you know ahead of time who it is okay so i picked the i picked the firm okay the firm for me it's a firm out of raleigh that comes in okay and he picks all my he picks my engagements. He picks six engagements, and then once he got here, he picked a surprise one. Oh, okay. Wow, so that's so. 
Wow, you you really don't know a lot except for the people that you chose to work with. That's right. Wow, that's, that's right. interesting. I'm, I bet that's a little scary. <laughs> it is. It is. It's very nerve wracking, and you don't sleep much. And yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. It is, but uh, and it has to go. That all this has to go into the peer review committee, and they have to approve everything that he submits in. So yeah, it's it's a lot of people these days. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but some CPA firms have gotten out of the engagement part audit, right? So that they no longer have to have a peer review. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, wow, some great information here, Cindy. Uh, like I said, I told you I wanted to be uh, mindful of your time. So one more time, you tell people where they can find you and how they can get in touch with you. Oh, sure. Um, we are located at 560 Beaver Creek School Road, West Jefferson, and our phone number is 336-846-3211. All right. Her name is Cindy Randolph, CPA in Beaver Creek there. And, uh, Cindy, if you'll hold the line here for me as we go off, um, we'll chat just a bit, but uh, thank you for sharing this wonderful information. I hope you guys have a, well, as a stress-free tax season as you can. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. Thank, thank you. You're welcome.